asked me was where I liked it. I told him. This is a gays only event. Howdy, niggas. What? What's going on? No, the I'm weed. Welcome to the One and a Half Lesbians Podcast. I'm Adriana, the lesbian. And I'm B the Half. We upload most Wednesdays, so make sure you tune in every week. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at 1.5lesbians to stay up to date and continue the conversation. Actually, instead, you should tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast. We're bringing back word of mouth, underground. If you know, you know. If you don't, you're just out of the loop, you know? (laughs) Because I'm like, in the olden days, that's how they dish it. Oh, yo, you should check True. this out. I guess. I mean, newspaper ads. <laughs> We've been taking out a newspaper ad. Listen to the <laughs> one and a half lesbians podcast. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, there's been so much word of mouth about the podcast, and we really appreciate it. So yes. just keep telling your friends that you think would be interested. Send them this episode. Tell them, you know what? I was thinking about you, friend. I thought you would really like this funny podcast episode. Here you go. But for more uh, debauchery and riffraff, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at NamasteWoke. And for more complaints and general thoughts, you can follow me on Twitter at UltraLesbeam. And we have a Patreon to give us passive income and sometimes extra content to you. Everything is free at patreon.com slash one and a half lesbians. Now, let's get into the show. Did capitalism win this week? I'm going to say yes, just because I'm not rich. Fair. So therefore, capitalism has won. And I'm upset about it. Okay. I need some money. You're allowed to think that. <laughs> You're allowed. Um, Mercury retrograde won this week. Definitely messing with my fucking yeah, plans. Literally, it's like, like you tra- thought you was gonna do something. And retrograde said, ah, ah, ah. I'm glad I nobody. I didn't tell nobody about the plans for, for real. For real, keep your plans to yourself, <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> that would have been very embarrassing. Would have been embarrassing. Uh, because every time I try to do something, why is raining? Literally. Like. We needed to be outside. I needed to be outside. I needed to, you know, do stuff. I needed to go places. And it was like, actually, it's going to thunderstorm. And it's going to hail. And it's just all this extra weather events. Plus the cicadas. I'm like, I'm really over it. Listen, I'm tired of seeing dead cicadas. They won like fuck this week. I went back home and the motherfuckers are everywhere. I was like, oh, we live in the countryside. Yeah. I was like, they're definitely more in PG than up here in Baltimore. I was like... At my mom's house, I was like, this whole damn yard is full, full of dead, dead cicadas. Like, ah! <laughs> it's so gross. Gross. And I'd be uh, driving down the highway. My shit be turning into a torpedo or something because them shit just be blowing out my window, like Scary. popping like it, like Scary. pimples. Oh my God. They'd be like, yuck. <laughs> and I'd be going like 70 hours. So it's like any cicada that comes in the realm of my car Oof. just Mm-mm. be like exploding. It's just really gross. And they're loud, very yeah, loud. Yeah, just loud. I went down to this skate park in Southern Maryland this week, and I thought they were loud by my parents' house, but the further south you go, and there's like more trees, and it was just like, zzzz. I was like, oh my god, I was like, like, y'all singing, pipe down, <laughs> pipe down, just big and ugly as fuck, just terrible. Yeah, kind of look like Mitch McConnell a little bit. Like, if you really think about it, like, everybody's like, he looks like a turtle, he looks like a turtle. But, like, if you really put the side-by-side comparison to Mitch McConnell and the cicadas, it's giving twin? Twin (laughs) now? Ah. Ah. 
is twin <laughs> Also, Rainbow Capitalism won this week. Yeah. I guess we didn't, I don't think we said anything last episode, but yeah, it's Pride Month. Um, I don't really have that many feelings about it. <laughs> I do. They're all negative, but um, <laughs> like, yeah. why am I getting back-to-back Pride-related emails? Y'all finna make me homophobic. <laughs> like, bitch, what the fuck is Walgreens telling me Happy Pride Month for? What the hell? Right. But you ain't never said that shit before. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like every year more and more companies be like, oh yeah, it's Pride Month. Bitch, if you don't let me go to CVS and get my medication and just be done with it, why do I need a rainbow CVS logo? Okay, it's like, you don't really care anyway. You like, don't care anyway. The money's not going to any Pride organizations. You don't even have any connection to Pride. There's no connection to most of these companies in Pride, like, whatsoever. They have no history of, like, LGBT rights. Like, they don't... Like, why... Who's going to pick up a Pride t-shirt from CVS? Like, why does CVS and Walgreens and all the little corner marts have pride shirts? For what? Like, I'll exclude Target because I'm like, you know what? People do go to Target for clothes. Not me, but some of (laughs) y'all. Target has some decent items, you know, some basics, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I think I picked up a pair of shorts from there this weekend. But, like, and, like, some white beaters. But, like, otherwise, why why the fuck 7-Eleven talking about happy pride? What do I need? (laughs) What do I need that for? Yeah, rainbow capitalism about to make me homophobic. And I was complaining to my mom about it. And she was like, I thought you guys, like, liked that. And I was like, no. No? Why would you think that? I think she just thinks, like, more, like, representation, quote, unquote, oh. is, like, a good thing. She was like, but people are, like, more accepting now. Like, isn't this a good thing? And I was like, um, mm. not when the money is just going back to these giant corporations, which do the, like, same thing over and over. Like, yeah. it's not being donated to any And queer... it's like, they're just lying. They're just honestly. lying. They're like, yeah, you're safe here. We support you. You are, you're not safe there. Talk to their employees. Are yeah, they safe there? Exactly. Are they trans friendly there? Probably not. And the money from all this pride merch is just going back to the company. Like, I would understand if it was like, yeah, 50% or even 100% of the profits from, you know, the pride merchandise is going to be going to this charity, this charity, this charity. Or if it does go to charities, it's only like the really big ones who are in bed with like all the billionaires and corporations mm-hmm. anyway. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really count. But you know what? I have to commend Chick-fil-A for staying true to their homophobic nature because... <laughs> I definitely thought Chick-fil-A was finna pull out the Pride Month logo. I did. I was shocked nah, that there wasn't. They been said, they said, we are a church-loving <laughs> organization. Bible we are thumper. closed on Sundays because we're going to church. <laughs> like, they already established. They were like, we are Christian values. Like, But I thought they would be like, you know what? It's Pride Month. You know, even though we're homophobic, we support the gays. Like, I thought they were going to pull one of them. I, I did expect. Nah, I think I think they're gonna stand in it till the end because it's not affecting it's not. their business at all. Y'all be eating Chick Fil A. Niggas still go to Chick Fil A. I don't get it. It's not that good. Like willingly, nobody else is buying it for you. You just you're like, you know what? And did I have Chick Fil A this year? I did. But it's like if someone were to look on my Postmates history, maybe maybe you would see Chick Fil A on there. But I'm done. <laughs> but I'm done. I'm done because it came out that they were. Like, directly donating to, like, conversion therapy and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I can't. If you want to eat Chick-fil-A, do that shit in silence, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I hate gay people who are like, I still eat Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I love my freedom in Chick-fil-A. And yeah, I'm gay and I'll eat Chick-fil-A and kiss my ass. I'm like, you could have <laughs> been silent. We could just be silent. silent. Like, <laughs> why do we have to do the most? They're like, there's so many other. Th-. I'm like, it's a bad look. To me. To me. Uh, I don't even care anymore. And like, Popeye's I'm tired of worrying about people and what they're doing. Because I'm like, y'all going to do whatever y'all want to do anyway. Unfortunately. So, why why bother even caring? 
Popeyes is superior anyway. Popeyes, Popeyes, one of y'all employees is listening to this. Someone works at Popeyes. Please give a message to your general manager. Make Popeyes breakfast nationwide. Y'all will put Chick-fil-A out of business. I'm telling you. I mean, and who knows? Popeyes might be homophobic too. At least they quiet. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. Like. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? At the end of the day. They are like who's like who's to say they're not exactly the same. Ugh, I know, but Popeyes start making milkshakes. You might have me then. Popeyes shake is better than Chick Fil A's. Like if we keeping it a buck fifty, and Popeyes big skip with the Popeyes chicken on top. Tell me that shit wins slap. with an egg. No, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> not to make more work for the employees, but I'm like Popeyes breakfast. I would be there every morning. Mm-mm. Speaking of every morning, every morning I see a new state is talking about they're going to have some raffle for the vaccine and, like, give out some money or, like, guns or something. I saw one state was doing guns. I think it was West Virginia. Yeah. And pickup trucks. Why? Maryland's doing, like, a $2 million lottery. I'm about to enter. I don't think you have to enter. Like, do they just pick, right? How'd I got my name? Because you had to register to get the vaccine. Oh, true. Okay. I feel like, is that not how they got how they get it? I don't know. I didn't look if too much not, into it. Where I was do like, I enter? Yeah, I was like, what is this? I was like, Hogan, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? But yeah, a bunch of states are doing hella shit. Like, I'm about to go get my Krispy Kreme donut. Not even going to lie to you. Oh, wait. Aren't oh, they yeah. Up? Where is the nearest Krispy Kreme? I got to go back to PG. We got to drive to yeah. one. It's out in the county, but um, finna get me a Krispy Kreme right. donut. Like, I've got my vaccine card here. I got two of them, actually. They staple, but... <laughs> And yeah, I'm about to enter this lottery. Like, you know what? Keep the piece. You don't, because somehow this podcast is metaphysical and everything that we unfortunately say comes into being. We did talk about like the pizza party model a few weeks ago. Did we? We did. We talked about how they should bring back the pizza party model to get everybody vaccinated. It's working oh, though. Yeah. It is working. Hello? I, Americans love free stuff. I love free, free stuff. Free food? Absolutely. We're, we're all starving. We're a consumerist nation. <laughs> we're starving. We don't have enough money for groceries. <laughs> we love free food. <laughs> you know what? Up that to some free groceries from uh, Whole Foods might have me. Mm. Free rent for I a s- month? I just want that money. Yeah, I'm like, what? what more can you give me? I want free rent. Free rent. For a few months? For getting a vaccine? Absolutely. Shit. I want free gas. Free gas? Because mm-hmm. them gas prices are getting cr- mm, ridiculous. <laughs> I'm changing my language. But yeah, I went back to PG County. It's like $3.49. I was like, what the fuck is this? What the hell? And that gas be burning up quick as fuck. <laughs> I swear I drove from PG back to Baltimore. Stop driving. And that shit is, I filled it up. Now that shit is at a quarter tank. I was like, now how did that even happen? I was like, where have I been driving? I didn't even go nowhere. <laughs> like, I literally have been roller skating everywhere. It's just, the gas is just sneaking away. <sighs> it's leaving through the tires. Yeah, I love roller skating everywhere. I also, well, the one thing I don't like is... The random white people in the cars that will like drive by and they'll smile real big at me like get away from me you look like a monster it's staring like, your teeth at me yikes <laughs> but then there's also like the delivery driver guys and they're like i know your legs burning i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the uh store owners when i come in with my roller skates to get groceries and i just be skating around the store i sure do <laughs> and they'd be like kind of confused because there's no sign that says i can't do it yep so, well, as long as you're not like knocking shit over yeah i was like i have steady control of my roller skates and then the kids who were like mommy look at those roller skates i want some roller skates and then uh yesterday i went to the corner store and i had the roller skates on and this little kid was like so infatuated with how tall i was he was like how do you get that tall and i was like uh i just grew 
I was like, spinach? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. And his friend was like, she got roller skates on. And they were like, no, without the roller skates, they tall anyway. <laughs> Love the little children. I Yeah, they're fun. I was like, wow. Kids be funny as shit, though. They do. I love when they dress however the fuck they want. When their parents are, like, giving up and they're like, fuck it. Wear the fucking wedding dress with the soccer cleats to the store. Who cares? <laughs> I love it. What I don't love, though, is my job trying to go, like, uh, to, quote, 100% normal in July with, like, full capacity, no uh, more quarantine items. What? Bitch, I went to the library the other day. That shit's not full capacity already? No. It was hella bitches in there. It's only at 50% right now. I was like, nigga, is this a club or something? Like, where all y'all come from? Bruh, I'm on the desk and we have to, like, do statistics. So, like, every time we have an interaction, we have to, like, tally it. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's too many. I'm tallying too many (laughs) things on here. Like, get away from them. Shit started looking like a cave drawing. (laughs) And then I had to remember, I was like, pre-pandemic, like, we were kind of regularly busy. Mm. Like, I, I have plenty of free time on the desk now to, like, read a book and play mm-hmm. games. Before the pandemic, I didn't have that much time. Fair. So I was like, I guess it's, this is what normal is. I don't like this, guys. Sorry. I don't like it. And they trying to make us do passports again? You need to be asking it's for... It's not my job. Ask for an adjustment in your pay. Bro, I think they already did that. I think, um, yeah, I think one of my managers was telling me, she was like, yeah, like, last time we, were, we tried to say, like, a bonus or something, but they were like, no... And I don't know why I didn't notice it last time, because before the pandemic, mm-hmm. we were doing passports. We mm-hmm. had just started. And I was like, okay, whatever. But now I'm like, that's not my job. Y'all not paying me for this? Psst, unionize. Bruh, I was selling. I was like, hey, I was like, we should protest. like A little bit for the past. Because like, this is a whole job. Like, they were yes. they were hiring people to do that. Yes. Only that before the pandemic. Yes, you all need and an now, adjustment in your now wages. now they're doing a hiring. They have a hiring freeze. And I'm like. That's not my problem. Lift the freeze, man. That's not my problem. This is not in my job description. Literally. I was like, y'all not about to have me doing no damn passports. I'm about to be, I'm about to be quitting. They, like, they stuck that little and other duties as a sign. No, bitch. Nah. No. Y'all not about to have me. I'm sorry. What year do you think this is? Because I'm not doing extra <laughs> shit for free. You lost your rabbit ass mind. Yeah. I was like, I'm not, not trying to do that. And I won't be. Shit. I'd be like, fire me. Do it. I dare you. You can't because you need me. <laughs> it's a worker's market right now. <laughs> you need me. Literally, I'm like, we already lost a couple people. We about to lose another one. They about to lose me. <laughs> fire me then. I was like, y'all about to have no people here. Like, Keep acting up. <laughs> Keep acting up. Right. I was like, y'all already took away my, my other telework day. When we go back to normal, it's oh. going to be no telework. We're supposed to come in like every five days or whatever. Oof. Or six sometimes. I was like, mm, I'm, not, I'm not really feeling it. You know, this whole working thing. Uh, I was thinking about working again because I was like, you know, being unemployed for a year is kind of boring low key. I was like, I don't got nothing to do all day. I be making shit to do. <laughs> Bruh, if I was you, I was like, I got hella shit to do. I got all these books on my list. I have these, these things on my watch list I need to watch. I mean, like, yeah, I be reading books. I be doing stuff for the podcast, like marketing wise and like, you know, doing shit in Canva, like making shit for myself. I signed up to be part of this bee club at this farm. Um, <laughs> but like, I missed the two days and the guy like emailed me this morning. He was like, hey, are you still coming? I was like, yeah, but you got to email me further in advance than an hour, buddy. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, maybe I'll volunteer at a farm for a few days a week. Like, you know, do some beekeeping. Cause I was like, I don't, 
want to i don't want to work for a paycheck not because i don't need the money but because like niggas hand you seven dollars an hour and think they own you and i'm just not yeah not trying to do that i'm not for consumption love (laughs) i'm not for exploitation either exactly but you know what is for consumption the playlist that we're making yes if you have been wondering where you can find every song we've mentioned on the podcast ever most songs (laughs) we we might have missed a few but (laughs) We're making a playlist of every song slash songs from albums that we've ever mentioned on this podcast, and it will be available on episode 99 as a treat. Yes, you're welcome in advance, because I know I'm about to be putting y'all on for real. (laughs) (laughs) That's just so long already. Like, when I posted the little teaser, I was like, who want it? Yeah, and I hadn't even added my picks to the playlist yet when they posted that, so it's like double that now. It's giving... (laughs) you know, full 24 hours of music. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of music, though, I'm currently getting into Ravina. Per, where you been at? I've been asleep. Not gonna lie. I've been (laughs) asleep. I don't know why. I just, I don't know. I, like, saw her name floating around in the atmosphere, and I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) And then I listened to Temptation because it came up on the recommended while I was making the playlist. And Mm. Temptation is my shit! Get into the video, too. Bitch, these visuals. I was all on top of her website. I was like, bitch, this is a good website. I was like, what does it have? What does it have? This is so good. Yeah, I was like, wow. And I was like, your voice is so pretty. The visuals are nice. It's great. Great music, too. Like, love Lucid Album. The Moonstone Moonstone EP, too. Mm -hmm. Mm. We stand headaches. Yeah, I was like, wow, where have I been at? I hate when I'm sleeping on artists that I've (laughs) seen for a while now, and I'm like, dang. But you know what? It's not about when you get there. It's just the journey. Right. You know, it's the fact that you made it. Exactly. You know? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think she dropped some other single tweet. Yeah. I haven't listened to it because I thought it was, I was like, is it going to be on a project? I never know because the artists never let us know. I think but. you're the only person in the world who'd be like, is this going to be on a project? Let I me just, know, nigga. Like, I don't know. if I feel like that makes logical sense, no? To be like, yeah, here's a single. Like, either it's just, here's a one-off or here's a single for the album. Sometimes they don't know, though. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just be making shit. You'd be like, this sounds good. And then the album comes, you're like, you know what? I need song number 13. Let's just add that shit right there. That shit be making me mad. <laughs> but speaking of seeing, like, the value and waiting for a project to listen to the single, Kendall... Um, with an exclamation point, had their EP release. It's called Escapism. And it's on, like, all the little listening platforms. It is good. And I definitely see the purpose of waiting. Because, like, Float, while it was a good single, I wasn't, like, listening to it on repeat. I was just like, oh, this is nice. But I didn't, like, kind of see the vision. Bitch, when you put that shit in the in the five songs, what? See? I, I'm on to something, guys. I was like, I get it now. I get it. Because it flows so nicely. Oh, what a See? good EP. What a good EP. I haven't listened to it yet. but Oh, it's so good. It's just giving justice to altos. Like, not everybody's a soprano. And I love when people are altos. Like, stay in your range. Stay in your range. <laughs> Great use of harmony. Like, the intro is fantastic. And they have this song called Your Flame. That's my fucking shit. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, they use their harmonies. Like, I think they produced everything on the album. And um, the album we cover love is a producer. really nice. It's by Yosir on Twitter. They make, like, all those, like, very dreamy album covers that they draw. Very nice. Very nice. I think everyone should listen to Escapism. I think it's I think it's worth a listen. Like, small independent artists, you know, it. I think it's, like, 20 minutes long. It's not taking a chunk out of your day, but... You know, support small artists, and it's good work. 
Right, let's support good music. I'm interested to see what kind of visuals, if they do any visuals for this project or anything like that. Like, I'm completely on board the Kindle train. They a fan. I am. <laughs> yeah, and I was. I thought it came out on Thursday, so I think I said that last episode. Sorry to anyone I misled, because I definitely, on the third, was like, so where's the fucking... Because I thought it was the fourth, and I was like, oh, it's not the fourth today? Damn. Well. Definitely something worth listening to, though. Yeah, and speaking of worth listening to, I'm going to tell you guys again, listen to Heaven to a Tortured Mind by Eve's Tumor. <laughs> I feel like not enough of y'all are listening to me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So I'm, t- I'm just going to mention it again, you know. Just slide it in there. Just go listen to it. Treat yourself. You're welcome in advance. I think, oh, well, you don't stream music, but I think artists can tell, like, when people stream their music repeatedly, like, it'll show up as, um, this person from blah, blah, blah has streamed your song, like, <laughs> X amount of times. I'd be so embarrassed, because I was like, I know, uh, Kendall, Mona Leo, Jordan Occasionally, they'd be like, who the fuck is this bitch from Baltimore, Maryland listening to this shit <laughs> on repeat? It's like, it's me. It's me. It's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I started using Last.fm to, like, track my music stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that does anything for artists, mm-hmm. but I sure I sure do be playing that shit on repeat. And you know what? <laughs> I can't, because, like, not that I used to fault you for not, like, streaming music, but I was like... Spotify would be giving you, like, half a cent for 20 million downloads, so. Yeah, I'm like, if I really, really like it, I might buy it. I was like, you know what, maybe I should purchase some of these. I do want to start purchasing from Bandcamp, but I don't have any money. Yeah, because I'm like, I'd be liking too much music. I would be fucking broke. <laughs> I do buy all merch, though. Yeah, I was like, I do buy merch. I do buy concert tickets. Yeah, I wish COVID was, a fit. you know what? Fuck it. I'll be at the shows with a mask on. Can't even lie to y'all. I don't know. I'm not going to be at nobody's crowded show till 2022. Depends mm. if it's outside or not. If it's outside, you get me there with a mask on. Get me there with a mask on. If it's an, small an enclosed artist, space? An enclosed space? No, thanks. No, 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 no. No, thanks. Yeah. I feel like I've had, an, I had enough um, experience having people with, like, no mask on when we were at the airport. I was like, mm. <laughs> I was like, is this what it's like outside now? Like, oh, I can't. Oh, white people in Utah was wild. I can't do that shit no more. <laughs> I was like, I can't do that shit. That was enough. I was like, oh, we won't be coming back over here. <laughs> I've also been listening to Callous Ways, Ba Bumpin' off their special K EP, which I think is just a fun song. Like, Ba Ba Bumpin'. Like, it's just fun. I, you know what? Sometimes I'll just like a fun song that doesn't really mean anything, but. You know, it's got a good beat, got a good little hype thing. Mm-hmm. Do what I'm skating. I don't know. Yeah, there's a time and place for everything. Exactly. And speaking of time and place, um, I have been reverting into my 2014 self, obviously, because Spotify put Panic at the Disco on my Discover, and I was like, first of all, bitch, I'm not discovering shit. Right. Was, Ain't nothing to discover. Ain't over nothing here. to discover over here. <laughs> Panic at the Disco. I'm sorry. I was a stand. Like that was my first concert that I ever went to. And, like, I was obsessed. I remember one of my emo friends in middle <laughs> school showed me their album, and we used to listen to it in the back of the classroom, which was wild, if you think about it. Like, teachers, I have the utmost respect for y'all, because <laughs> there was no way. Like, we used to make my uh, science, well, not me, but, like, the class, they used to make her cry. Like Yeah, one of my um, my seventh grade science teachers, they made her cry, like, all the time. Yeah, I could never be a teacher. And I was like, I'm just a quiet kid in the corner. Like, I I'm definitely, like, sorry, yeah. Sorry, Miss Barrientos. Yeah, yeah, they would they would be making them cry. But we used to be <laughs> listening to music in the back of the class and that shit. Oh, yeah. And on the days of Tumblr mixed with that, mixed with, what, the little geek glasses? Yep. Unstoppable. 
anyway, Panic of the Disco, that uh, Irate Sins Not Tragedy album. What is it? Pretty Odd? Excellence. Just white excellence, you know? They was ahead of their time for real. <laughs> they were. They were. Because even now, I'm like, the production on this, the amount of like sounds they put into this whole album... No one's doing it like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not doing it like this no more. And it, like, flows and, like, feels good and sounds good because niggas do be putting a lot of sounds in their album. Does it sound good? Not necessarily. But, <laughs> but yeah, now Brandon Urie's, like, not great. So. Yeah, I don't know. I think it, it took a turn. Solo? It went in a little pop and then it, then I fell off. Yeah, I think, like, I niggas got signed. Like, I think they made that album unsigned, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Or, like, when they were first signed, but niggas always shift to pop because they're like, you know what, gotta get that, uh... Teeny bopper market. Right, gotta get that mainstream success. No. no. Stop no. it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> the shit is bad. If you don't start out a pop girl, you usually can't transition. It never works. I don't know. Or at least I, I appreciate like a slow evolution and you can kind of see mm, where they were going. The transition, like with The Weeknd, you can kind of see each album was just inching closer mm-hmm. to pop. And I was like, okay. He's not, not making that cocaine stripper music. Not really music. feeling it, but good for you you know what get that get that white money speaking of music though uh we about to have some new tanache some new lion babe and new hiatus coyote i'm excited for all these albums i'm excited for tanache because she kind of became a meme but also like valid in the yeah, last like six it months it was a good meme the two on meme so funny y'all y'all are funny <laughs> <laughs> but like i'm happy for her because like she left her her label or her management right. or whatever the fuck Dropped was to the order. masterpiece songs for you that I'm upset I will never be able to see live because COVID stopped us. Yeah, but now she's just like flourishing. Yeah, as soon as she dropped the label, like I'm telling you, fuck it'd be RCA. The, it'd be the label. Like the label was literally stopping her success. It was like <laughs> this is crazy. Like why is she not more successful? And they really set her up for failure when they were like, watch out, Beyonce, Tanache is coming. Like, why would you ever publish that? No, no. But I think she just released a single, Pasadena. I have not listened to it, of course. Yeah, I expect it to be on the album. Yeah, I'm going to wait for the album to come out. I'm not sure if it's called 333. I think it is called that. I don't know. The little, whatever the little picture is, it looks like threes Mm. together. Okay. I don't know, but excited for that. I think Lion Babe has also dropped a single that I have not listened to. Mm. Waiting for the the album. album. Same with Hiatus Coyote. I think Hiatus Coyote is dropping on the 25th. Okay. So, I'm excited. Because, <laughs> of course, the last last album, Choose Your Weapon, fire. Amazing. I haven't listened to any Hiatus Coyote. Get on it. I know. Add it to the list. I'm adding it to my list. <laughs> I think that I'm, and I know this is going to sound so, like, preposterous, but I got Hiatus Coyote and Miki Blanco confused. My brain does not work well. Like, when you were like, hiatus Cody, I was like the Mickey Blanco person. Uh, <laughs> I was like, this, these don't sound the same. <laughs> I think I just saw it as like a jumble of letters, and I was like, yeah, same person. <laughs> but I would, I would take a listen to hiatus yeah, Cody. They're like this white Australian band, and they like kind of do like soul-ish type stuff. I don't really know the genre, but like, it's good. White and I don't really know anything about them personally. I just know the music. Okay. Why are so, people doing soul? It's good though. She can sing. Okay. She sings. Okay. <laughs> Nine Palms sings. Also, listen to Nine Palms' solo album. I forget what it's called, but it's good. It's like an acoustic album, mm. but like, she could sing. And that background singer with the deep voice, 
He could sing. Okay. We stand. Okay. Okay. I'll give it a listen. I'll give it a listen. Because I was betrayed the other day at the skate park. I found this... Uh, I found this soul song by Potato Head people, and I was like, oh, these black people can sing. I clicked on the profile. Why was a bunch of white people? I was like, I I have been bamboozled, (laughs) led astray. I still have the song on my playlist, but I was like, "Ah." (laughs) I was like, bitch. (laughs) I was like, well, why people start making music like this? I've been deceived. I have been deceived. It's like, you know, there's a few of them out here, you know. Good music is good music, though. Good music is good music, but I was like, Okay. Because it was kind of giving, like, phony people vibes, and I was like, I was like, did you just steal the whole flow? Mm. <laughs> That's what I'd be thinking. I'm like, who did you steal this from? Mm. Well, who's your inspiration? Yeah, I want to know, like, who the inspiration mm. was. Like, maybe I should just read the Spotify bio, but I was like, I need to know. Who were you inspired by, specifically? Because you didn't come up with this by yourself. Yeah. And plus, you could probably find a black artist to do it better anyway. That's true, too. If anyone has an al- a black alternative to hiatus coyote. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, listen to your <laughs> listen to your white. I'm Australian. still listening to them. They're good. She sang like what she be saying. She be like, nah. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't wouldn't even be able to tell she's Australian based on the singing. Like I didn't know at first until I looked it up. Oh, she'd be like, put some kangaroos on the Barbie. All right, let's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I feel like her lyrics are, like, a little cryptic. Like, I don't ever know what the fuck she'd be talking about. But I'm like, mm, it sounds good to I me. I love a cryptic lyric. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't really know what you're talking about. But they they sound nice together. You put them together well. And sometimes it doesn't even matter what you'd be talking about. Because half of y'all that be putting the lyrics together don't be talking about shit anyway. <laughs> y'all don't be talking about shit. Well. Using Vibe 24-7. If I have to hear Vibe in another fucking song. I I don't think Hiatus Coyote has ever said Vibe in any of their songs. Like, please. Let's get away from the word Vibe. I've only listened to one album. I still need to listen to their first album, but Mm -hmm. I just never got around to it. Yeah, I'm just tired of the word Vibe. I mean, if you like the word Vibe, that's fine. And I'm really not trying to be pretentious. It's just every time, like I was listening to the radio this morning because I actually lost my phone somewhere in my house. Um, so I had was forced to listen to the radio. And I was listening to 99.5, which is like the mainstream pop. Because I was like, you know what, let's see what's going on in, you know, the real world, I guess, outside of my bubble. <laughs> Bitch, when I tell you every song was like, vibe, 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 me and my girl are vibing. I was like, oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> If I never hear this fucking word, it'd be too early. Is this what the kids are listening to? Like, what is a synonym for vibe? Let's all use the thesaurus right now. (laughs) Synonym for vibe. Aura, chi, energy, vibrations. Like, come on now. It's just a vibe, man. Vibrancy. It's just a vibe. Like, let's just expand on the word a little bit, you know? (laughs) Let's increase our vocabulary. Let's read a book. Man, I be trying to, I have to like look up all the words when I be reading. So I'm just like, wow, I I didn't do this when I was a kid and now I'm paying the price. <laughs> Literally, I used to read so much as a kid, but I never looked up none of the words. I just used context clues and I kept did. them moving. Yep. And that's how you're supposed to read though. I was like, I'm smart. I still understand what's going on next. But um, now I don't know what none of the words mean. I'm yelling. <laughs> if it's a particularly hard word, I will look it up. I'd be like, damn, I have to look up another word? Damn. 
I will say vibe does have a certain genetic qua to it. A little genie yeah, qua. Yeah, you know, I was like the vibe, the word vibe is a vibe. Yeah, I did have a conversation with somebody the other day. Um, and I was like, you know what? You passed the vibe check. And they were like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what else am I supposed to say? It was like, this is what it was. It, it was, it, it was, was a vibe, vibe check. check. <laughs> yeah, we just need to use. Use more words, you know? More words in combination with vibes. I know, even vibrations. <laughs> I mean, we just shortened it to vibe. Let's extend it. <laughs> Put some respect on vibration name. <laughs> Psychedelia, funk, like, give me, ah, I don't know. Just like something else. Something mm. else. Like, I don't know, be, because it's also like when I feel like the mainstream artistry finds a new word, they wear it to death. They beat that shit to the ground. Okay, yep. bitch? At mainstream media, anytime y'all find a new word that yes. black people have been using. Yo. <laughs> Man. And then it dies a terrible death. It's just so sad. It's very sad. Like, the dab died a death. Oh. That's not, not a word. It didn't have to do that. It died a very terrible death. Because dabbing used to be so cool. Mm. I remember in high school, like, you would just, like, dab, like... Yeah. yeah, you would just be like, uh, yeah, and then like white people were like, "What's that?" And then they like extended the arm with it. Bro, literally, I was like, "What? Are where we did doing? that come from?" It was one hand. The hand was pointed up. It was upward. kind of just like a yeah, like a know, yeah. Just, they ruined it. They ruined that shit. And wow. the fact that like years later, I could be watching like a random YouTube video and the white person like dabs, <laughs> and I'm just like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, why are you doing that?" Yeah, it, it's it, like it should have never got to this far. Because who created never that? Was that the Migos thing? I know they met. I don't know. I don't know if it came before that or not. But it was probably popularized somewhere else in Atlanta, and then the Migos like picked it up and like yeah. made it. Yeah, we didn't have to. The the woe also died a terrible death. Ugh, terrible. I still be doing it sometimes. I'd be like, screw. I'd be woe into uh, <laughs> classical music, <laughs> or like just music that doesn't fit at all. Yep. Me twerking to any song. Or like the little drop. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my shit. Now I can't do that without looking corny. Ah, I hate it. Ugh. Take us back to 2014. I'm telling you that was the golden age. <sighs> Man. Is Think it a coincidence that that was like right before we became like real adults? Mm. Mm. Think of it this Adulthood way. Adulthood is the beginning of the end, guys. It's 2014. You're scrolling on Tumblr with your 3D glasses on. You're also wearing a uh, tennis skirt with stockings that are galaxy. <laughs> Life is good. <laughs> it's like you just saw a funny post on Tumblr. Reblog. As you sip your boba tea <laughs> that no one else knows about because boba is still underground. <laughs> Soft ghetto, you whisper. <laughs> As you retweet a pale pink <laughs> photo. Yo, soft ghetto used to be so funny. <laughs> I was looking through my, because I have hopped back on the Tumblr, and I was looking through my likes. I was like, I was a funny kid. I was like, I was funny. I had good taste, because I was looking through my likes. And I was like, all this stuff is still, it's not stuff I would wear, but I was like, at the time, I definitely was like, yeah, like, I love this. I love <laughs> this. Like, I was, I can tell by the post I like that I was happy. <laughs> But, yeah, I definitely was, I didn't realize how much black radical content I consumed as well. Because my content, like, and I was definitely, like, into the 60s, 70s type thing. And I was like, yeah, aesthetic. But, like, I was, like, actually, like, reading this stuff. And then I was like, oh, maybe that's why it's, like, not gotten this bad. But I was like, (laughs) this makes sense for the trajectory. Like, why was I reading 
about Black Panther in like tenth grade. Like I mean, I think that's appropriate. That's like fifteen ish. Yeah, I guess so. But it just makes sense with the trajectory of everything else that happened. Like at fifteen, like fifteen I started wearing my hair natural and like I was reading all these Black Panther books and mm. I was like learning about like Hugh Hugh Newton and um like Angela Davis and all these people and I was reading her books and, and I was just like and like consuming all this content on YouTube and I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> and I don't know, like at the time like I was like, Oh, it's just like not a fad, but I was like, Oh, like this is not gonna inhibit my brain in any way. This will not change anything for me. Oh boy, mm, was I wrong. It changed everything. It <laughs> literally because now I'm like, why am I so I don't know, I was just trying to uh figure out why I'm so kind of like I guess radical like i can't enjoy anything anymore without thinking oh, about yeah. the... I, like, I know too much i know too much yeah yeah and i was like where did this stem from but then i also remember they had us watching roots when we were seven yeah literally niggas was watching roots, roots. at age seven that is insanity. first grade and insanity <laughs> <laughs> they had us sitting on the carpet they were like yeah so there's and the thing is the disclaimer that it was miss queen's class yeah or was it miss hunt no, it was Miss Queen. Oh, yeah. And no, no, it was Miss Hunt. It was Miss Hunt in second grade. Mm-hmm. And the disclaimer she gave was, um, it's like y'all gonna y'all are gonna see them like dress differently because you know it's like it was a different time, a different place. Yeah, like you, you know? might see some boobies like, or like, <laughs> bitch, not the violence. Literally, they're like, yeah, there's gonna be some nudity. Um, so warning about that to you seven and eight year olds. But bitch, I just not saw somebody trauma whipped on screen. Of slavery. <laughs> Literally, not the trauma of them literally getting captured on the uh, boat. Like, none of that. All that shit. Like, I had no idea what was no going on. No warning for that. Uh, like, ma'am, y'all need to be arrested, <laughs> actually. Why, like, why was that? Why was that required watching? I think we watched the entire series. Yeah. Bitch, I, I used to go remember. mad, home mad as fuck every day. I don't even remember, like, that time. I think maybe I blocked it out. I don't know. <laughs> it was traumatic, if you think about it. I was like, why am I the way I am? And I was like, oh, these niggas had me watching Roots. I was like, I knew too much at a young age. Should have let me be a child. Please. <laughs> like, now I can't go back. Like, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Man. Yeah, ignorance is truly bliss. It I, is. If I could go back and be like, no. I was like, just wait, please. Just wait. It's going to get worse. Don't worry. You have plenty of time to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. No wonder they shut that school down. Did they? They did. It shut down. Oh. When they shut down? Um... It had to be not far after we started leaving. Okay. Because so I'm like, when did I leave? Like 20, 2009, 2010? Yeah, so it might have shut down like Maybe before 2015. Because I remember I drove past there. I was like, oh, it's close. Oh. Yeah, the numbers were dwindling. Quickly. Yeah, after I left, it was like the Everyone was just leaving short. Like every year, it was like, oh, yeah, so-and-so and so-and-so was gone. <laughs> you know? Can't say I started a movement, but... <laughs> I've been an influencer since the pamper. Oh, brother. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm out of here. I was like, yeah, I'm going to public school. I'm going to public school, so mm. bye, niggas. Bye. <laughs> This week we watched P Valley season one, episode four, and you can watch with us on our Discord Saturdays at 7 p.m. 
And this episode started out with another ain't shit nigga, just cheap. Cheap bastards. Not trying to pay Mississippi for uh, the lap dance or whatever. It's and- like, excuse <laughs> me, sir. And Mercedes came over like, what's poppin' freckles? I was like, uh, <laughs> you know how disrespectful it is to call a nigga freckles? I'm sorry. You're right. And the fact that he was like telling all, all the stuff in her ear, like, I just don't see why I should pay you to take your clothes off for money. And I was like, you, you came here. You requested the service. Hello? I was like, she provided you a service. No? Yeah, Mercedes was like, yeah, you're the only nigga in here not throwing it up. Give her money. And then he threw it on the ground like an asshole. Right. And then uh, Drake 2.0, the bodyguard, comes over and picks it up. And he was like, hand it to the lady. And he was like, a lady? Like, um, y'all got jokes. He said, ah, bah, bah, got you by the throat, nigga. My new career goal after seeing that scene is to become a bouncer. Because you get to fuck niggas up for money. I'm about to get real swole and just apply <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, fucking slapped him with the cash. I was like, do you know how fun that probably is? Right. Honestly, that scene was funny as fuck. He's you disrespectful. Black <laughs> on the nose. <laughs> but yeah, he handed Mississippi that money after that. Okay. Hit him with that truck, eh? <laughs> right. But I still hate him because he had Mississippi, like, doubting herself afterwards. Mm-hmm. She was like, like, maybe he's right. Like, like she's just a stripper or whatever. Like, she doesn't deserve Well, you do money deserve money because you're providing a service. Right. And it's like, you came here. I was like, how are you being disrespectful? But I'm like, you want her to do something for you. And Mercedes also made the point. She was like, he's probably the first one to go home and whack it to some porn. And it do be them same niggas. Like, they they enjoy sex work. They enjoy pornography. They enjoy, like, consuming it. But they just don't feel like they should pay for it. Why should you not pay? Right. They're like, you're degrading your body by showing your money for, your body for money. What? It's like, but you like it. You want to see it. Like, why should she do it for free? I'm sorry. That's dumb, bitch. Right. Wet ass and dry purse don't match. (laughs) Like, why do they feel entitled? Yeah, that's what I don't get. Like, you feel like you should be able to see a woman's body naked because you're a man. Is that the general consensus here? Must be. And is it not even dumber for a bitch to do it for free? I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, that don't make no sense to me, but we all sell our bodies under capitalism. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Well. In the next scene, we have Autumn pouring all her liquor into the bathtub and soaking the cash from the wire transfers that she got. And then she's at the bank. And I think this is, like, her money laundering. I'm... Yeah, I guess she's, like, making it legit now. She was like, oh, like, yeah, like, the customer spilled beer on my money. And that's why it was like that or whatever. But I was like, that's a lot of beer. Yeah, I was like, okay. I was like, I don't think you need to spill that much. I was like, you could have just put it in a plastic bag, put a one can of liquor and shook that shit up and called it a day yeah or literally spilled it yeah on there i don't know i was like you dunking the bills giving him a bath like, was what? like you finna get caught up right but then uh the bank teller was like oh like it must be going good down at the pink and she's like yeah they go crazy for the new girl she said yeah me and my husband no i was like oh your husband been down there oh okay i'm sorry girl <laughs> but uh yeah big racks that deposit check said twenty eight thousand dollars Man, I... A crumb. I mean, shout out to her for, for the crime, though. For yeah, shout out for the crime. Getting away with it for now, we but stand. But... Also, like, because later she does it more, and I just had the question of, like, why... Like, Chuckalisa is this itty-bitty town with, like, boarded-up buildings. I'm not saying that stuff is not necessarily expensive, but I was like, $28,000? Like, I feel like you could survive off that. Like, maybe one more. Yeah. But I was like, I was 40 like, you good grand? for now. Like, that should last you a year, mama. Yeah, I was like, I know the cost of living there is cheap. Like, 
you should, you should be set for you a should, minute. Especially with your dinky apartment. Mm, if you paying anything over six hundred, I'm scared. <laughs> but speaking of scared, uh, Mercedes realtor is like with her at the gym, and she's a little nervous about like what. Well, not nervous, but she's a little like hesitant. Yeah, hesitant about like how she's gonna like be able to make money off of using the gym for like her majorette team. She's like, like I don't know how you gonna make money off of that. Well, Mercedes is like, oh, like I'm gonna do a subscription model. Like they're gonna pay like two hundred dollars a month, and they'll have access to all these classes and stuff. And apparently, it's twenty girls at two hundred dollars will pay the mortgage or more than that. But the realtor still thinks it's pretty risky, and right. then is like, well, you gotta give me the down payment by tomorrow. Yeah. So, he's like, we're a little worried for our sis. Yeah, and the realtor was like, maybe you should up the subscription price to 250 I was like, where are these girls getting 250 a month in right. So I was like, I thought 200 was already a lot. Yeah, it was a bit much. But, I mean, I guess if she really is, like, going to give them all those classes, mm-hmm. then that seems like it will add up because she wants them to, like, improve their skills or whatever. Fair, fair. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I think maybe it's just because I haven't seen other jobs besides the bank teller and people who work at the pink. So I'm like, where does everybody else work? I mean, I'm sure there's other places. Yeah, but like my mind is just not conceptualizing. Like, I'm like, it seemed like ain't shit in here besides a bank, (laughs) a corner store, and the pink. Like, where y'all making that 200 a month? Yeah. And speaking of money, uh, Sister Woodbine, who is Mercedes' mom, is at the car and she's at the bank. And some man throws a coin through her window because she was singing real good. And he was like, with a voice like that, I don't need crack. I was like, sir? Right. <laughs> he was like, where are you going to church at? I'm going to come hear you every Sunday. And I feel like she took that as a sign. And oh she had a little God. feather in her eyelash. I was confused I was like, on what the feather as a sign is. Maybe yeah. that's just like Because I think like man. feathers can like be a sign of stuff. Mm. And so I don't know. I guess I was like, was that a sign for her or whatever? I don't know. I guess. I never took feathers aside. Maybe I should be paying attention more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, like, the late the teller is like, oh, like, you sure you want to close this account? And she was like, yeah, like, I'm doing, I'm just following God's orders. Oh, and God. she gets the check, and it's the, it's all the 20000 and I'm just, I was trying to hold out hope <laughs> that she was going to give Mercedes her money. Oh, no. You know that couldn't happen. And it was really, this whole, this scene was just foreshadowing. Cause she's like, just following God's orders. Like, oh, and the guy saying that, oh yeah, you should, like, what church you at? I hear you every Sunday. She's like, yeah, you gonna hear me every Sunday. I'm sorry, God's orders, bitch, you hear them voices. <laughs> but back at the pink, the white girl is trying to teach Autumn some moves on the pole. And, and Autumn is failing. She's just not doing well. I'm like, I don't know how much longer you're gonna survive with, um. Off light skinness. Yeah, like, I don't think it's gonna last that long, girl. <laughs> And speaking of light skin, why Mississippi baby look light as hell? Who right. goddamn she white came baby in with the baby? That? I was like, who? So who's the father? I just I just assumed he was black. Yeah, I did too. And I was like, I know a white man is not beating on yo. I was like, Drake, handle this white nigga. <laughs> Drake. Drake. <laughs> Put a little accent over the E and an A and a K. <laughs> But then uh, Clifford comes in, and he's like, oh, come in this office September, October. He be dragging her. It's so funny to me. <laughs> I mean, I think it's deserved. Deserved. Like, girl, you came in the club with the name, like, Autumn Night and thought you wasn't about to be dragged. <laughs> Sounding all poetic and shit. <laughs> and then while they're in the office, Mississippi tells the white girl that she overheard Uncle Clifford in the Paradise Room with Andre. 
saying that the casino was coming to town and they were going to build over the pink and they, they were having an argument about it. And then we cut back to Uncle Clifford and Autumn where they're talking and Autumn's like, well, how is this going to work? Because you haven't been paying down the debt. And they're just generally worried about how the pink is going to survive from these big developers because, mm-hmm. you know, there's eminent domain. The pink's not doing so hot anyway. It's set to go to foreclosure. Like, yep. they could probably just come in legally and just raise that shit one yeah. night. It's like, not, they're not too far away from that point. Yeah. And Clifford right. definitely wants more tea as well. Yeah, but Autumn was like, girl, like, I'm not going back to him. Like, he's stalking me. He got pictures of me on my on his computer. But Clifford was like, girl, like, he got pictures of me on there, too. You ain't special. Your, Your pussy, pussy ain't, ain't that, that good. good. I was like, he be dragging. <laughs> it's so funny. And you know what? He's right. Stop getting too full of yourself. The pussy not For that real. good. Like, she's like, you're not even cute. And your acting sucks. And your Anyways. wig is bad. <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, I'm like, did she shave her head? Like, what's going on under the wig? I don't remember if she shaved her head or not. I don't know. I don't think so, Denise. But I think that's just to get away from the guy, like, as a alternative disguise. When did she shave her head? I don't think she did. Oh. But I was like, why not just let the, you know, the 3A hair breathe, I guess. I don't know. Because I was like, it's, she got to be in disguise. It's a little bumpy at the top. Can't show her real hair. Well, she can't even get a good wig anyway, so. Yeah, I was like, you might as well just Who dye cares? your hair. <laughs> I'm gonna let her keep her little beauty supply wigs. <laughs> and then in the acquisition meeting, Andre is, you know, doing his presentation and he tells them that Uncle Clifford has found out about the casino and suggests that they make him an offer instead to like sell the land to the developers. But the white man was like, no use when he's about to go to the auction block anyway. And all the niggas in the room was like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> right. It was like the auction block. He was like, you white people getting bold nowadays, huh? He was like, it wasn't like that. I'm like, mm-hmm, sure it wasn't. It just happened to roll off the tongue. Yeah, I was like, y'all are just racist by nature, huh? <laughs> but now they only have two weeks to close the Kyle deal, and they're not going to offer Clifford anything. They're just going to wait for the pink to go under. Yeah. I mean, it seems like that's how it's about to go, because where the hell is Clifford going to get that money? I think that if Andre wasn't so messy and did all the business in the pink, which I'm like, I get that he was like trying to meet Corbin where he was at, but I was like, y'all could have set up a meeting. Because if Clifford didn't know, the place probably would have gone under and y'all would have gotten your little development land or whatever you wanted. I mean, but Clifford was going to try to keep the pink regardless, so... But now Clifford has to try harder and will try harder because he's like... Oh, he's like, yeah, y'all not going to Y'all not going to get this shit. Because later yeah. in the episode, Clifford was like, yeah, this has been passed down like several generations. Like, this is my shit. Yeah. I own this building. I'm just confused on how they have a mortgage on it still because I'm like, if it's been passed down for generations, nobody paid off the mortgage yeah. by now? No, because it was because of the loan he took out. Oh, the little second mortgage yeah. thing. Oh, okay, 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 got it. Yeah. You know what? That'll do it to you. Don't get a second mortgage, y'all. Okay. But the secretary leaves. Well, she doesn't really. She's told to leave. Yeah, he the was mayor like, was like, bitch, bitch just go. go. <laughs> he was like, go get me, uh, just go. <laughs> I was like, okay, just misogynist for no, no reason. reason. Every bald nigga in TV shows is evil. Mm. Bald dark skin niggas in TV shows probably gonna be evil. It's just the way of life. That's how they be writing them too. I was like, feels a little feels pointed. <laughs> but I was like, bald niggas in real life are also never right. <laughs> it was like I'm drawing a parallel I'm trying- to. Several a niggas. certain someone. Oh, just saying. <laughs> just saying. But yeah, Andre and the mayor, whose name is Tydell. I was like, I know you an evil nigga. Tydell? 
Bring back old nigga names. Well, we, we got a Tydell and we got a Clydell. They from the South and they old. <laughs> Bring back old nigga names, though. You know? Give me a Melvin. Where the Melvin's a at? A solid, solid, a solid, solid name. Leroy. Yeah, you know, like a Willie Earl. Like, something <laughs> with some girth to it. And um, <laughs> they're talking and he's like, you know, stay out of Pussy Valley and close the cow deal by the end of the week while he's going to work on the Clifford sale. Yeah, he was like, keep your dick out the pink. And I was like, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. He would have smashed if he didn't have them. He didn't already blew it. I think um, Tidell assumed that, like, the other Kyle brother, like, told Clifford or whatever. And he mm-hmm. was like, mm, yeah, but it was your fault, Andre. It was. It's your fault Clifford knows about the casino. Because he was, was messy. Dick. Messy. Yep. Think of the messiest person you know. It's a man, ain't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and cheating on your wife. Think of the messiest bitch you know. It's a man, <laughs> ain't it? And speaking of the messiest bitch we know. Uh, <laughs> you know Mer- what? She might take the cake. For real. Mercedes is, is trying to call her mom like about her check. Cause she's like, yo, like you said you would cut my check. Mm-hmm. She's calling like repeatedly, no answer. And I'm just like, girl, she, you're not getting your money. On To be fair to Mercedes' mom, she is preaching currently. And she preaching, preaching. Man, fuck her. Can't lie. Got everybody out they seat. True. She was like, and when God said, when you order your steps, <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> she was going on and on. And the uh, the head minister was like, mm, like, I'm not liking this. He was looking real stank in the seat. And he's like getting up and like trying to hold her back. And she's like, not nah, like I could dance all night. And then she was like, if someone comes to you with hateration and this holleration. And holleration. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to grab that mic back. And then he ended up having to drag her to the back room because she was not giving up the mic. Right. I mean, I feel like he should have just let... The spirit was clearly flowing in that play. No. It was. <laughs> Everyone was dancing. I can't even lie. Like, okay, is she an evil bitch? Yes. But did she have that crowd jumping? Yes. Right. I was like, if the congregation is feeling it, like, in my experience, they usually just go with it. Like, you mm-hmm. know, when the church and, like, the music just be going and the church just be like, yeah, just play it again. Just keep playing. I used to love the little dance break in church. That's the only reason I I was like, the music was fire. The music was jumping, Okay. But all because the pastor thinks that women have no place in the pulpit, which I think a lot of pastors secretly hold that view. Because when I think about going to church when I was younger, I was like, I rarely saw a woman minister like as a guest speaker at our church. Yeah. Only time would be on on Mother's Day. The first lady would get to do her. (laughs) Like for real. And now we have the first lady coming to the stage. Like for the mothers, you know, our special Mother's Day service. Yeah. She's going to give you all a word (laughs) from God that's been on her heart a whole week. For Mother's Day. Give it up for First Lady Jenkins. But I think she was like, oh, like, wasn't you telling me that I could go up on their pulpit there? Or you just tell that to all your little church hoes? I was like, what kind of relationship do you all have? Like, is it, because it's like, it's kind of giving sexual, but it's also kind I of giving so. like frenemy, like also kind of giving business. I don't know yeah, what's going on I guess here. we haven't seen it on screen, but I think they're just like fuck buddies or something. Mm. And she, I guess, and she tries to use that as like leverage or she thinks that that's going to get her up higher stop but he just lied to you when he said that exactly and (laughs) stop fucking these niggas as business opportunities they don't care they literally don't care i don't know i guess maybe that's how she thinks she can get what she want but i don't know he already lied to you several times right he was like stay in your lane or you can find another church and she said you know what i think god told me god is speaking to me (laughs) but speaking of niggas the coach and mercedes are chilling in the private room at the pink and he gives her this gift. It's a little yeah. nameplate necklace. Her little rich regular. Not gonna lie to you, this necklace was giving Shein AliExpress 
ASOS at best. But you know what? Who am I? I think I think it was real because she gave it to the um. What's his guy? What's his name? Big L. She gave it to him later in the episode to like pawn or whatever. Mm. So I'm like, okay, I think he was good on the money though. It just looked a little tacky. Yeah, it was giving a little tacky, but I was like, you know what? Who am I? Who am I? And I was like, if you real, give me a name necklace with your name on it. You know? A little possession. <laughs> and the white girl uh, gets smart in the back room with Clifford because he was like, yeah, y'all are next. Do some monkey drops. And she was like, how many monkey drops we got to do to keep this place from shutting down? No shade to the pink, its owner, and, you know, the clientele. But, bitches, you blind. I could tell by the pink's walls that that shit was going into foreclosure. If you look at the paint in these episodes, I mean, whoever did the uh, set design in this show was really on it. Because Mm -hmm. even the walls got, like, dirt and mold on them, bitch. I was like, however y'all did that, y'all was on it. Yeah, I could tell that shit was on the chopping block from the first episode. Yeah, but she ain't had to put his business out there like that. Just loose lips. Right. Because then Mississippi was saying that, oh, like, I overheard you and the other guy talking about it the other day. And he was like, no, like, that's just a rumor. Good thing that's just a rumor. I'm like, okay. And he was like, yeah, he was like, you named after the right river, Mississippi, because you can't hold water for shit. I was like, I didn't even know that about the Mississippi River. But you know what? I'm learning from the show now. Yeah. <laughs> Little fun facts. Little know? fun facts here and there. And Damn. Mercedes also lets it slip that she knew that it was going downhill too. And now yeah. they're mad at her. Because then, cause then they were just like, oh, like he's just behind. Like that's the reason why it's going under or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the white girl was like, oh, you knew? I'm just like, you're getting on my nerves. Like you're not that important, sweetie. Sit also, back. you could literally take a gander at the surroundings and be like, yeah, the outside looks like a shack. The inside walls need to be repainted. Our clientele are cheap as fuck. Hmm. Let me put yeah. one, two, and three together. <laughs> like, duh. But Mercedes was telling them, you know what? You should have stacked your paper. Yeah, like, because they're like, what are we going to do if this place closes down? I was just like, well, I've been saving since I've been working here, so. Yeah, Mercedes did tell y'all to stack y'all paper. Like, I get that Mississippi has kids. And, and she like, was like, nobody told you to have all them kids, Keyshawn. I mean. Also, your nigga don't work. Probably not helping. Fair. But, yeah, I don't know. It was like, what, the club ain't good enough for you? You got your gym? She said, I got my gym. Like, I'm not worried about this. And she was like, you know, the club ain't good enough for you. It's good enough for me. Just because it's good for you don't mean it's good for me. Right. It's like, sit down, white girl. Don't nobody give a fuck about what's good for you. Shut up, white girl. You are not Mercedes. Silence, Caucasian. (laughs) For real. And her wig was bad. (laughs) I I didn't even notice. It was this blue number. I was like, now why... I was like, all them black people in this room and nobody helped you lay a wig? Oh, they not your friends. I mean, Autumn was out there with that shake and go. Well, they don't like Autumn and it's very obvious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they seem to, like, you know, tolerate slash yeah, enjoy the white girls. The white girls are already part of the group. Yeah, so know? I was like, they not your real friends. They just let you go out there with that block uh, hairline. Shit, more money for someone else. Fair. <laughs> And but then uh, we got to Autumn, who's like finding Andre in the parking lot, and she's like trying to apologize for going through his computer. And then they're just like getting into this argument. He was like, "Did you even want to be with me?" And she's like, "I really wanted to be with you, Andre." I'm like, "Since when?" I was like, "Is this a lie?" Because if so, to get more tea later, I was like, "You're good." (laughs) Because I was like, I didn't pick up on you wanting to be with him. Yeah, I was like, it definitely seemed all fake. But who am I? But you know, who knows? Whatever. 
the country accents was jumping the fuck out in this scene. It too. was. He was like, I was trying to do something with the casino for my city, and like, but now, like, I've risked all that for just for this for a stripper. And, and she I was like, like Captain Saver, how gonna save us all, huh? I was like, wow. Uh, maybe you all are from Chuckalisa. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe I thought the acting was kind of giving in the scene. I, I don't know. I just don't like Autumn. Fair. I don't like the way she speak. I don't like the way her face look. <laughs> She was she was kind of doing her thing in this scene. I was like, okay, it's giving yeah. a little bit. It's giving, it's giving. Bitch, I'll cut you a little bit. It wasn't giving for me. No, difference <laughs> of opinion. But yeah, Andre was like, go home, put your kid to bed instead of being a thought, ready to finesse the next thirsty nigga. Who and fault was it for being thirsty? For real, I was like, she didn't even have to try that hard to finesse you at all. That's your fault, nigga. You gave her the password to your computer. Like she, like you gave her easy access. A government laptop couldn't be me. I'm and sorry. And she didn't even have to fuck you. At all, <laughs> if we think about it, like I'm scared for you. You're you're a slut. You're easy. You're a hoe. And you're blinded by all that all that yellow light. Like, like you're easy. Hmm. You're a slut, nigga. But like, the she, kid part definitely struck a nerve. Yeah, she was like, "Fuck you, fuck you." And she's like hitting him, whatever. And then like she ends up crying, and then he's holding her. I'm like, okay. Couldn't be me because I definitely would slug that nigga out in broad daylight. Yeah, like I would have got my few hits in and left. Yeah, maybe have run you over with my hoopty. <laughs> I don't know, just me. Yeah, but then for some reason the next day she's like waking up in his room or whatever, and he's like creepily sitting in the corner waiting he's for her to wake weird. up. It's weird. Maybe he is a stalker. Like I'm sorry, even when Clifford was like, "Your pussy's not that good." He has pictures of all of us. I was like, "Nah." The picture of Autumn was weird because she was like off guard, like she was taking yeah, a cigarette. It was like after the pink had closed. Yeah, and it was like very weird. Everyone's going home. Yeah, like the rest of the pictures were like when the pink is active outside. Yeah, like nightlife. Yeah, I was like, you can make the argument that he was just taking pictures of nightlife for you know the presentation and yeah. showing like what the pink is like. But that picture of Autumn, I will agree. By with then, it was creepy. early in the morning. It, it was, was it was daylight. It was very creepy. It was very creepy. Like, why was you even out here? But then she like tells him that like her daughter's gone and he's trying to apologize. He feels bad or whatever. And then she's just like, or like whatever, like uh, your wife is lucky. <laughs> she like rubs the <laughs> wedding ring. I was like, oh, oof. I mean, she, yeah, go back to Brittany. Shit. Where's my queen, Brittany? She should break up with you. I think I still think she's coming. I don't know. I don't think we're going to see her. <laughs> and then we have this fast-paced montage B-roll thing happening, and it's Autumn in, like, hella different wigs. None of them good, but somehow the same clothes. And then doing multiple $9,000 transfers. Yeah, she's just going to different locations for the wire. And I was like, mm, I like, I don't know how long you can keep this up, girl. I also was just confused because I was like, how much money? Because I saw, I counted at least three wire transfers. I was like, okay, yeah. nine times three is 27. I was like, that's another $27,000. So let's round that up. It's about $60,000 that you've collected right now. That's not hot to you? And I was like, and it's it, within the span of your fight with Andre and Mercedes last dance, which is like two weeks. Yeah. Mm, I'm sorry. looking good. The like, and, like, where does the money come from? Like, I don't understand where it's coming from. I think I just don't understand what a wire transfer is entirely. Yeah. I'm like, is she, like, does she know about some fund that she's pulling from? And, like, where no is clue. it coming from? No clue. Hopefully we get more information. Yeah. And I was like, mm, the security at these things is terrible because yeah, $9,000 multiple times over the span of two weeks, like, that's setting off hello Yeah, alarms. I'm like, are they not keeping track of the wire or is there just that much money available f- in to actually yeah or- in whatever fund it's coming from 
But it seems like it's mm-hmm. definitely a scam because she's trying to look different every time. Yeah. But I was like, you're using the same ID. Yeah. I don't know. I thought she had other IDs, so I was like, you couldn't pretend to be that guy. Like, no. not like Because it's all from him. Lakeisha Savage. Oh, who is just like a random. Random, whoever that is. Oh, so ID maybe is. it's like Lakeisha Savage's like bank account that she's drawing from since it's not really her. She's just trying maybe. to take who it knows? out. I don't know. Yeah, but I was like, all that money, the wigs is bad, the car is one sudden break from falling apart mid-drive at a stoplight. Yeah, she got a, a hoopty hoopty. Hoopty hoopty. <laughs> I'm talking rustic. Literally rusting. Literally rusting. I was like, if you break too hard, sis, it's finna fall apart. Right, yo, the tire is about to pop off. <laughs> like, roll down the hill. I was like, <laughs> I'm not saying you have to have a Lexus or a BMW, but I was like, let's get something. I don't know, maybe it's part of the whole thing, but I was like, also, you pulling up and collecting $9,000. Yeah. Like, let's get a mid-century car, you know? <laughs> Maybe? Maybe. But now we fast forward, and tonight is the night of Mercedes' last dance. Per. And Murda, the rapper. And crew. Roll up to the front of the line, and Drake. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to let them in. and But Clifford comes to the door and is like, no, it's cool. It's cool. Just let them, let them in. And one of his friends gave him, like, a little look, like, hmm, why are you, like cool with this yeah they know they know they know something's going on exactly (laughs) and then mercedes pulls up in her yellow car in the back and the girls have decorated her locker with like pictures and cards and it's really cute yeah at first it seemed like everybody was like a little had a little stank attitude but then i guess it was like for the surprise of Mm -hmm. her locker and i was like oh y'all are sweet and they even gave her special floss for tonight's event it looked she looked good yeah she looked good they even dressed her up, moisturized her, like powdered her shoes. They just just got got her right. And then she's sitting there doing her makeup. And Mississippi's so worried about the club closing. And Mercedes like, you know, what you do next is whatever you want to do. But Mississippi was like thinking that she's not strong enough. She was like, you know, my only talent is that I'm pretty. Like that's the only thing I'm good at. I was like, you are pretty, very yeah, pretty. Yeah, like, but I'm I'm sure you have other skills. But also, you know what? She's being abused. So I true like. The physical abuse that she's facing, I wouldn't be surprised if it's coincided with, like, verbal emotional abuse, so. Yeah, and then. The guy from earlier. Yeah, the guy from earlier. Who knows how many other guys she gets like that, Mm -hmm. that she has to deal with. Exactly. It's all building up. But then, uh, Lil Murda's trying to get his song played again. Bruh. And, uh, DJ Neverscatter's like, bruh, like. Mercedes ain't even heard this. He yeah, I mean, he to... was like, I'm not doing that shit. He was like, I'm scared of her. Right, but he was like, Mercedes got to be the one to bless the track. Bold. And it's just like, very bold. Like, you couldn't even hit her up before, like, hey, listen to this. Yeah. Like, you could have came by up. the pink earlier. I don't know. Trying to get her to dance to the song before she even heard it. Like, right. what? Like, nah. <laughs> Side note, this nigga's DJ never scared. Every time I see him, I'm like, you're in high school in the show. Yeah, I just, like, they really just dropped that in and had, like... I'm screaming. <laughs> it's like, is that going to have anything else come with it later? I don't I know. I feel like all the illegal things going on in the pink... Because somebody in the Discord was like... Because uh, I was talking about it, and they were like, yeah, so the Oxy and all that other stuff. Like, that's not... You don't... You think child labor is just something that they were going to be like, nope, that's where we draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I hope they don't get caught up, but... Mm. And Mercedes out on the floor mingling, drinking, looking good. She even meets up with that nigga from a few episodes ago that was on house arrest. Right. He was like, yeah, I got that nigga sitting on my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes in the office and then Clifford's like, you know, is this going to be your last time in this office? And he gives her like some tough love and he's like, turn around. That's exactly how I want to remember your ass. Like, very time. nice ass. Very nice ass. I was like, yes, camera pan down. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, this is the last time I ever want to see your ass in here. And I was like, they have like a... They have a cute, like, yeah. 
relationship. Like, it's not like, ooh, I love you, I love you, I love you. It's like, nah, I'm gonna give you tough love because you need it, but it's because I love you. Yeah. Like, they, I think they have, like, a different relationship than the rest of the people. Mm -hmm. So that's part of why I was irritated that the white girl was, like, mad that Mercedes already knew what was going on with with the pink already. I was like, girl, you're not even close like that with Uncle Clifford. And it's not like Clifford told Mercedes. Mercedes approached Clifford and was like, the pink's going under. Like, the pink, y'all having financial troubles, how much you need. And Clifford was like, you're psychic ass, get out of (laughs) here. So, like, she already knew. Like, I mean, if you open your eye It's like, yeah, I was like, these are bad conditions. They just raised, like, the little payout we have to do. They didn't pay the cook. Like, there's all these signs that could have been, but, you know. Yeah. You weren't paying attention. The signs are here. Yeah. And when Mercedes goes back to the locker room, Autumn's there getting snippy, which is so uncalled for. Like, I hate this whole thing between them because I'm just like, this is this uncalled for. I think especially from Autumn's side. Like, I yeah, can see... from Autumn. I could see Mercedes being like, you know, like, basically, you don't have to do anything. You're high, yellow. And it didn't even seem like at first Autumn... I mean, Mercedes was that irritated. She was yeah. just like, you know, another high, yellow. Like, yeah, she was like, it is what it is. It is what it is. But Autumn really thinks that she's a good dancer, like going to be one of the top girls and i'm like it's because you're light-skinned it's, that's literally it like you have no skills yeah and autumn was like that locker room be looking for a new owner she's so disrespectful and i can't imagine the amount of delusion in your brain literally because mercedes was like you know the reason i got the biggest locker because i earned it yeah like the, it'll be the next person who's earned it yeah. you ain't about to have this locker shut the fuck up yeah thinking because she know how to do a monkey drop halfway decent she can go toe to toe i was like Like, absolutely not (laughs) she was like yeah and then she said something like uh don't scrape yourself trying to crawl back through the window to get back in here or something like that like insinuating that mercedes was whatever mercedes was gonna do is gonna fail and she's gonna have to come crawling back to the pink i was like why would you even say something like that yeah niggas get a little bit of money Right. And I think in that same scene, like, she, Mercedes was, like, getting ready to leave because she called her, her mom finally answered, mm-hmm. I think. And she was like, oh, yeah, meet me at the Kroger, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. So she was, like. And rushing out. Yeah, she was rushing out. But back to Lil Murda at all. Uh, his friend Pico is sitting down beside him in the club. And Pico's mad because Mercedes didn't want to hear Murda's music. Like, in a previous scene, like, it was just kind of short. But murder went up to mercedes and was like hey and then like her nigga was like yo who are you like don't be disrespectful you can't step to her blah 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 mm-hmm. like basically trying to because they don't know him yeah so i'm like to them this is just some nigga <laughs> like and it's her last dance like who knows if he's like yeah come dance for me shorty like you know what i mean right so pico was like i didn't like how that happened blah 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 but uh, he's also the guy who got really aggressive with Autumn that one time in the VIP yeah, room. Yeah, I'm like, this nigga already angry. Yeah, and, I was like, I'm prone know. to violence. Yeah. Chill out, man. <laughs> but he calls murder a punk, and murder's like, I ain't no punk. And Pico was like, you know, you everybody punk from what I heard, which I think is insinuating that yeah, murder is DL. they know he's DL. Yeah. They're like, mm, like, we're on the street, I don't know. But murder said, bow-bow. <laughs> Punch him right in the mouth, okay? Okay, he said, who the punk now, They bitch? was brawling. <laughs> he was like, nigga, you dead to me. You dead to me. And I'm just like, well. Well, sorry I had to be this way. Yeah, sorry I had to be this way. But when Mercedes pulls up to the location of the gym, uh, the real estate lady's there, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, like, a buyer has already swooped in and bought it. And she's like, no, my mom was coming with the check. My mom was coming with the check. And she's like, no, somebody just bought it. Like, sorry, I told you these were some, like, hotcakes. And then out comes Mrs. Woodbine. And she's like, mama? And the real estate lady was like, like that's your mama? I'm like, oh, hell. She was like, I'm out of here. Fuck yeah, this shit. Yeah, she said, skirt. <laughs> I would say that's messy. I'm sorry. Because sure, it, it was about to be a fight. Yeah, because that's the lady who bought the thing. Like, it's really sick. Because Mercedes was just like, oh, like, you, 
like, what'd you do? Like, what's happening? And she's like, why are you in my gym? And she's like, oh, this is about to be my new church. I just bought my new church. I'm just like, don't tell Nikki to see next move. Because last episode, she told her mom that what building Yeah, that she, she had would... a gym. Yeah. yeah. It was like, nah, this bitch is evil. Should have mm-hmm. never told her that shit. Mm-hmm. She's like, you stole all my money? Like, and she said, God showed me the way. This bitch, I fucking hate her mom so bad. They start brawling too. I was like, there's a lot of fights in this episode. I mean, well deserved. I was like, well yeah, deserved. she need her ass beat. She need her ass beat. She's <laughs> sick. Literally sick. When I, when I realized what happened, I was like, nah, like. Like, you really stole my money, huh? Like, Mercedes worked hard for that money. And she used to call it booty money. I'm like, you used that booty money for a down payment. For your little church. Sick. Ironic. You're sick. Mercedes, I replayed that scene a couple of times. Mercedes actually choked her in the first, like, like the first move was a choke. Good, as she should. Yeah, let me suck the life out of you, you bitch. bitch. I Fuck will you. kill you. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine. I would be so mad. Man, literally, like, I would Curious. be, like, seething, like. Because $20,000, just trying to think, like, with bills and expenses, how long it would take to save that money. Yeah, and I think, like, that was most of, well, like, what did she have been saving from the beginning? Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, all that shit's gone. Like, and it's and, been seven years. Yeah, and plus, this was, like, something, like, a dream of hers, mm-hmm. that she wanted to, like, make something last or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it just really upset me, because I was, like, you, like, Mercedes got hopes and dreams. She got her Chuck and Lisa challengers to think of. And her mom was talking about, oh, yeah, this retirement plan of yours is real, huh? So I thought that she, like, really believed it. And I was like, yeah. I thought you wanted her to retire so bad. Literally, I was like, I thought, like, you, like, wouldn't want her to be the stripper and, like, you'd be happy. This is, like, her way out. But now you're basically pushing her back in. Yeah. Like, you like pushing your daughter down, don't you? Like, she's a narcissist. You're terrible. It's a narcissist character. Ugh. I hope your church fails. I hope your pews stay empty. <laughs> but then we get back to the club, and the crowd is rowdy. They're waiting for Mercedes. They're like, she Mercedes, is not coming. Mercedes, Mercedes. <laughs> and the white girl in the back starts crying. She's like, something bad must have happened to her. And she's like, we ain't got time for the uh, white girl's ears. Although they are very tasty. <laughs> Glover has the best one-liners. They're so funny. And then... Clifford damn near pulls on some flaws, talking about, I'm going to have to entertain these niggas with my little titties, my fat ass. I'm <laughs> like, oh. Because right. nobody wanted to go up because he was like, oh, like, who going to go on before Beyonce? And everyone's like, uh, uh, girl, not me, but Mississippi. And the crowd is booing. Right. They're like, they are angry crowd. Yeah, I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> but Mississippi volunteer, she was like, yeah, like, I can do it. And I think she was the only one who could do it. Because mm-hmm. we've seen before, I'm like, y'all are okay, but Mississippi's been yeah. doing her thing. She's the next so. She's the next big locker. For sure. Then Clifford tells the crowd that Mercedes is not going to be performing, but instead that Mississippi will do it. And then he's like, M-I-Crook-a-Little-Crook-a-Little-I. And, you know, she's like pumping herself up. I think this was a good scene because we saw earlier Mississippi was like really in her feelings, not feeling confident about like her work. And who she was as a person. But I think this whole scene was very beautifully done yeah. as well. Like, I mean, the I'm not sure if it's actually Mississippi or it's a stunt double that's doing. Probably the stunt double. Stunt double did they thing, okay? <laughs> they did they thing. The lighting. Because, they, because Mercedes was not longer coming, they gave all the glitter and stuff to Mississippi. Yeah. So I think it really helped raise her confidence. And then, like, she was doing a good job. And the crowd yeah. threw lots of money. They was throwing all the money. I was like, you deserve this. Yeah. You deserve this. It was really great. She killed the routine. Yeah. And she was, like, smiling at the end. And I was like, yeah, even cheap like, you see that praise? You see the, yeah, even the cheap nigga was like, I gotta give her the, the money. money. Yeah, he was throwing it. Because she did what she had to do. 
And she's dancing to Murda's song, and Murda's outside, and he hears the song. He's like jumping up and down. He's like, "That's my song. That's my song, yo." This shit was ass, but it's catchy ass. It was okay. Yeah, it was like I usually choose the money over love, over love, but I'm falling, I'm falling. <laughs> like, I was like, okay. if I heard that at the club and I was drunk, I would give a little two, two step. step. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I might little do my little hip wine, right? And Clifford finds Murder outside, and he's like, "You know that shit about you." I was like, <laughs> uh? You know, like, <laughs> as a bitch who niggas have written a song or two about, oh. <laughs> it does, you know, it's a certain je ne sais quoi. Like, even if the song is ass and doesn't go anywhere, it's like, you know what? It's like, you you wrote that song about me, though. You wrote mm. it about me. I was like, I had an impact on I had you. an impact on you in some capacity. And that makes me feel good. Maybe it's just the uh, narcissist bitch in me, but <laughs> I do love when a nigga write a song about me. I mean, shit. <laughs> but yeah, Clifford was like, no, it ain't. And he's like, yes, it is. And then Clifford was like, well, prove it. They fucking, they fucking. And we, we almost here for it. Kind of here for it. Kind of. You know, I get the rushed sex scene. I do. But not this nigga tearing the floss off that Clifford is wearing. Right. Like rips. That's actually a fetish though. I hate when niggas do that shit. <laughs> I was like, like, I paid money for this. I paid good money like, for it. Are you going to replace these? They'd be like, take it off. I'm like, you didn't even look at it. You didn't even, like, <laughs> I wore this special. Like, that's why I be showing up in boxers and a white beater. Like, y'all don't care anyway. So why am I going to go to Savage Fitting and buy some uh, shit for, huh? Right. And then Clifford was like, oh, I know, you know I'm not just going to let you just dive on in, right? He was like, I got you. We got the condom. I was like, yes, yeah, safe sex. Safe sex. We'd love to see it. <laughs> but condom, no loop. He did a little spit, and I was like, that little bit of spit? In the booty hole? What's that gonna do? Dry? Ah! He just spit on it. I was like, hell no, nah, baby. <laughs> hell no. Nah. Clever braver than the Marines for that one. Couldn't be me. I'm sorry. Right? <laughs> and then they were, like, alternating between, like, them and Mississippi on stage, and I was like, okay. Girls. I think it was a really nice shot. I guess. Like, like switching scenes that quickly always be giving me anxiety because it makes me feel like something's about to happen <laughs> i'm like what's happening i was like are they gonna break the wall down because they fucking too hard not break or the like, wall how poorly built do you think the pink is it was shaking i did think somebody's gonna walk in though i thought one of his friends yeah i was like in. are they gonna get caught like when they speed up shots like that it just makes you feel like something's about to happen fair fair and i just be like mm. but nothing happened thankfully <laughs> but we do cut to um, mercedes and her mom getting arrested Police for cruising. fighting. So, uh, that's our sad ending to the episode. She looks good in the police car, though. She looks good. I was so mad. I was like, you look too good to go to jail. Like, you too good. You t- look too good to go to jail today. Them gay jailbirds finna have a ball with that ass, though. Man. Sorry, I mean, man. She looked she look good. You pull up in some floss <laughs> to the jail, mm, it's over. Man. And then I'm just sad, because, like, it's like, damn, she's like, you just took my dream away. Yeah. And, like, she's like, I'm probably have to go back to the pink or, like. Yeah, or I'm going to just be in jail. Yeah, or jail. I mean, they'll probably get out soon, maybe. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. These things happen quickly in shows. <laughs> maybe we'll have three episodes of Mercedes being in jail. No, no, Mercedes in jail. We'll see jailbird life. Get Mercedes out of there. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's going to happen because I did not foresee her mom doing that shit. Yeah, like, I thought maybe she, like, wouldn't give it to her, but, like, I didn't think she would steal her building. Yeah, I didn't think she was going to steal the building. Like, I thought maybe she would be like, I just need the money for a little long while longer. Yeah, We're really trying to get this something additional building. I don't know, maybe lost the check. I really did not foresee such a sneaky 
And yeah, then, it was just very devious. Mm-hmm. It was like, damn, you couldn't even just found another place. You took her building. Like, yeah. damn, that just made it. It was just sick. That's what made it very, like, yeah, gut-wrenching. Yeah. I have no thoughts for next episode because the show is very unpredictable and yeah. very jam-packed. I love it, though. I really like this show. I do, I do. I think, though, that Murda's DL-ness will inhibit his relationship with Clifford. No! I think that this is not going to end up in the happy ending as much as I Ugh. want it to. They're the only couple I'm rooting for. Yeah, fuck Andre and Autumn. No more of them, please. Also, don't care for the coach and Mercedes. He seems like Captain Sabo yeah. type B. I, yeah, I don't know why they keep showing him, but I guess just because he spends a lot of money on her, maybe. Maybe he'll help with the dream of the Oh, gym. true, yeah. Maybe he'll be, I found myself a sponsor. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll sponsor the gym. You know what? Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe she'll move to Atlanta with him. Sorry, no more Chickalisa. Damn. She could work in Magic City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe she'll just move on to, like, because I'm like, not that it's embarrassing, but you know, like, they kind of did the most for Mercedes last dance and then yeah. be like, psych, no. Like, it'll be really sick if, like, she has to come back to the pink the next day, the next week, and it's just like, Ugh. <laughs> Psych, y'all. My bad. Sorry, I was talking shit to y'all about my gym. And she shit. wasn't even talking shit for real. She was just like, like I got something for me. Like, yeah, she I got like, a gym. Just, bitch. Like, I'm leaving. I got plans. And that's why you can't tell everybody your business because someone will put bad yeah. you. And I wouldn't have told everybody anyway because the whole time she never actually had, had the, the gym. gym. Yeah, until that shit is in your hand. Like the paperwork signed. Yeah. Like yeah. So it just makes it. It just makes it even more terrible. Yeah. It's like, damn, like, I thought I was going to do something, but now I got to grovel back to my old job. Like, I mean, they should be grateful, though, because I don't know what Clifford was going to do without Mercedes bringing in all the money. Um, Pimp out the light skin some more and maybe do the salt and pepper thing with the white girl in Mississippi. Man. That's all I got for you. I don't know. They was going to be, they was going to be a little short with the money. It was going to be, it was looking bleak a little bit. Like Mercedes is your is the money maker. The money maker, the cash cow. Mm. Yeah, no thoughts for next episode. I I want Mercedes to win. I do want her to win. Is she technically the main character? She's the main character in my eyes. To me. To me. <laughs> oh, I guess technically it would be Autumn. But Fuck Autumn. She's not main character material. It's really I'm Mississippi, sorry. and I want to see more Mississippi. Yeah, I'm like she like they given us nothing with her character so far i would like some develop in the drake mississippi you know love not you seriously calling him i'm calling him drake he's drake 2.0 drake he's on drake's mood board he looks better than drake he does look better than drake i was like yeah this is a way more attractive drake like this is what walmart versus chanel like Drake thinks he looks like. <laughs> this is what Drake thought he was gonna look like when he got them labs. Oh, and the in the implanted <laughs> beard, jumping the light skin. <laughs> and the fact that like he like had that chokehold on that guy because he wouldn't give Mississippi her money. You know, I would be like, mm, yes, yes, beat him up for yes, me. Daddy, yeah, beat, beat up the customers up. for me. Kill a nigga for me. Yes. Kill a nigga for this pussy. Make him give me my money. I know that's right. Mia who? <laughs> Mia who? <laughs> It's either, like, my two, the two iconic relationships are Mississippi and Drake and Clifford and Murda. Mia who? 
<laughs> Choose one. How you gonna treat me? Either write a song or kill a nigga for me. Period. Those are my standards now. <laughs> the price is raised. This week's episode is sponsored by us. You can support us by becoming a member of our Patreon or sending us something on Cash App at $1.5lesbians. If you have something you'd like us to promote on a future episode, you can send us an email to oneandahalflesbianspod at gmail.com for more info. Now let's get back into the show. This week in Dumb Bitch News, we got some real dumb bitches in the house. We got some real dumb bitches in the house. Um, I don't have much to say, but I think what I have to say is very potent because you all get on my nerves every week. <laughs> Not you, the listener, but you, the collective. <laughs> so Harry and Meghan, the uh, royal people from Britain, those guys, yeah, they had another baby. And every time they have a baby, you inwards be talking about how you <laughs> hope the baby is dark and got 4C hair and wear a do-rag and eat fried right. chicken. Did they do it at again this yes! time? Yes! Oh, brother. Fortunately, I didn't see any of that on my timeline. And reason one this gets on my nerves is because, like, you really only do this... Well, not you, the listener, but again, you, the collective. Only do this because you want the royal family to be, like, pissed off that, like, the black gene has, like, inserted its way back into the royal family and all this stuff and it's like sick as fuck because it's like you're wishing hell on this black child that is in this white family i'm like megan already got enough of that and she bright as hell a lot of niggas was like you can't tell that megan she's not white passing i was like she was we didn't no one knew until y'all started saying it like until i saw her mom and i was like oh okay yeah like until we saw her mom i was like oh definitely thought this was just like a spicy white woman i thought she was maybe italian maybe a a tad spicy and that was it it was really giving uh italian woman that's (laughs) i was like she eated a meatball like (laughs) that's what i thought And you know what? I've been scared to say it, but I have to live my truth. Because every time somebody's like, I thought Megan was a white woman. Everybody like comes at them and they're like, you couldn't see that she was a black woman? Look at that Negro nose. I was like, that Negro what? Like before we could see her mom, how she looked compared to her mom, there was, y'all didn't know. Y'all did not know. Yeah. Like, y'all give an inch and take a mile. Y'all be giving too much. And there was no way in hell that them baby was going to come out any darker than Megan. Like, did y'all drop out of middle school? I don't get it. This is basic math. Like, this child is an octoroon. What is the... Ch- is this a fusty dusty? Like, I forget which one is which, but... This is no shade to the child, but, like, it's really shade to y'all because there's nothing in the brains. There's nothing in the brain. Like, so isn't the child going to be, like, a quarter black or is it an eighth? I think it's an eighth. Like, octoroon. Because <laughs> Meg's half. No, so it's a quarter. No, but... I thought, oh wait, I thought the mo- that her mom was mixed too. Yeah, like, her I mom think, is, I think her mom is mixed. Is her? I don't know. I also heard that her mom was not mixed. So. Child. Not sure. I was like, it's giving Octoroon, like, musty, fusty, dusty, like. At best, this baby is going to look like redhead orphan Annie. At best. <laughs> and I was like, even if you don't know a single fucking thing about genetics, like, two plus two is four, right? Yeah. And five plus five is ten. Mm. <laughs> so where the fuck are these niggas getting 42 from? Like, what are you talking about? This baby's about to wear a bonnet. Huh? Like, the child's about to have a loose wave at most. Zero sea hair. <laughs> you all are... <laughs> like, I don't get it. It's it's not... It doesn't... Like, I get that, like... I don't know. Black people want to see themselves in, like, positions of power and, like, you yeah. know... In, but why do you want to be in these racist-ass systems? Yeah, I was like, they're racist as fuck, like... They're racist as fuck. 
why would we want three generations ago they had black maids and shit like working for pennies if not free and yikes and enslaved like these are the OG colonizers. Why would you want a little black child to suffer yeah, through that? Literally. Especially as you already seen what just happened to their mom, who is not even dark. Yep. And then also, like, how they treated Princess Diana. And that's a white woman. A white woman. Like, girl. Bruh, because she shook black people's hands. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's not every day, oh, yeah, this baby's going to be wearing a do-rag and drinking Kool-Aid. and Like, okay. Like. Please, guys, let's let's not. Like, we can focus on actual dark British people and the stuff that they go through and, you know, like, focus on that. You know, we also live in America and, I don't know. Fuck that British shit. Like, <laughs> on the real, like, mm, fuck that British shit. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess because Megan's American. Is that why people are so maybe involved? we can be semi-invested, but... I mean, my parents were really invested with Diana. Well, mostly my dad, but I'm also like, that's because he was under British colonialism in Jamaica. Yeah. So, like, and, like, she used to, like, go to all the countries and, like, actually, like, talk to the people. So, like, they felt like they had a better connection with her. But I'm like, mm-hmm. like, is that why we're trying to... I think maybe also because Harry is, like, the kid more like Diana. So, like, mm-hmm. people are trying to, like, you know, channel that nostalgia maybe. I don't know. This obsession with these children having to be with 4C black hair. Like, let the kids just be themselves. Like, let them white kids be white. And that's just... It's we, okay. We need to gatekeep. Like, it's plenty of white passive kids already. Like, they could just be another one of them, you know? It's all right. And who's to say these kids are even going to be like, yeah, I'm a quarter black. Like, they might be like, fuck that shit. I don't like black. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That's like when people be like... Because I don't remember, I don't know if you remember, but um, my grandma was like, yeah, we're Indian. I was like, no, we're not. I was like, it's giving Negro. Like, it's the same concept. Like, people be like, yeah, like, I'm I'm the daughter of a Cherokee princess. No, you're not. No, you're not. Name three customs from your Indian tribe. Quickly. Y'all get that DNA test back and go absolutely berserk. I'm like, oh my God, I'm 20%. I think Demi Lovato was like... Yeah, and I'm 2% black. Or is Yeah, I think it was like 3% African or something. Like, like, put down the DNA test. Put it down. Unless you're using it to, like, find someone, like, long yeah. lost. For racial stuff, it's not giving. And people really be pulling it up, like, as some statistical great evidence. It just, it really means nothing. Race is about appearance. It is. So. And statistically, everyone pretty much in the world is mixed with something. Like, can we move on? Yeah. It's not that deep. And it, I have no desire to know how much white is actually in my family. It's so, just going to make me mad. Yeah. Like, let, we don't need to do that. I don't know. It's, yeah. Like, let the kid let the kid just be a white child. Be- yeah. I feel like we talked about this before, too. Like, just let that child be white. Let that child be white. God. And speaking of more white nonsense, uh, Twitter subscriptions. Right. They they rolled out this little $3 subscription thing where you can, like, undo tweets and, like, organize your bookmarks with folders and then turn threads into, like, reader mode. And I'm just like, who is paying for all of this? I'll leave, bitch. Like, I was like, I'll leave before, like, I pay for Twitter. I'll leave before I pay to make content? Oh, you've lost your I'll delete mind. that app. Quickly. It's already deleted off my phone. Like, I'm already on Tumblr and Reddit again, like... Yeah. It... 
Listen, and the the thread reader thing is apparently like it's like an accessible feature, so people are like that shouldn't even cost money. Like that should yeah. just be on the app. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's they're like it's a little ableist that you're like putting this accessibility thing behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It also says that Twitter Blue subscribers will get access to dedicated subscription customer support. So basically, we have to pay to be cared about on this app. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah, it, it's like the expended time frame applies to any support ticket that you might file, which means you'll get faster support for both in-account related problems as well as reporting someone for harassment. Like, that's mm, ridiculous. Abuse and harassment are continually a feature on this app, which is why I have deleted it from my phone. Like, if you look at my recent tweets, it's all like from web account. Like, I I hate opening my laptop already, so opening my laptop to use Twitter. Like, I really have a thought that I'm like, you know what? <laughs> this one's finna be the one. Like, it just kind of helps me. And I don't know, the infinite scroll, like, I don't know, something about my phone nowadays. And I was listening to ba- Black Girl Brunch this week, and they were talking about it too. Mm-hmm. How, like, just, I don't know, something about being on my phone. Like, I feel like I've just been consuming my phone for, like, a year straight. It makes me want to yeah. throw up. I feel like I begin stuck on Twitter now. Mm. I'm just, like, scrolling endlessly, and I'm just like, get up. Like, stop yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. And they, I mean, it makes you feel like you've done something all day, but you haven't. You haven't yeah, done anything. Like you just sat there scrolling. Yeah. You, you have laundry to do. Do your laundry. Yeah, it gives up. you this <laughs> sense of accomplishment when you haven't done anything. And I think also for me, like, it's turning into something. I don't know. It's just like battle of the smart asses now. Like, everybody's trying mm. to get, like, their viral tweet off. Everybody's like, oh, I just bought a new Birkin bag. Oh, I did this. I did that. And it's like, take that shit to Instagram. This is for niggas who are funny and don't have shit else to do. And depressed. And depressed. <laughs> you know, like, why are we bringing rich bitch shit to Twitter? For I don't want to see that shit. This is for regular niggas. Regular nigga shit. But I hope this does not lead to Twitter, like, adding more features that people actually need to, like... Oh, you know it will. It's kind of sick. Like, even their little undo option, I don't see the point. Delete the tweet. Just delete it. Or stand in your truth. Like, and I think the way they're doing it is, like, you have, like, a window before it's, like, posted to the public before, so you can, like, undo it real quick or something. But mm. I feel like you can just delete your tweet. You can delete with your tweet. Also, you know what I was trying to say. Yeah. And I was like, if you care about typos, how about look at the tweet after you tweeted it. And then if you see a typo, you could delete it within two minutes. Or you could proofread. Or, yeah, or you could proofread. I proofread all my tweets. Can't say I do the same, but <laughs> like sometimes you just be. But I do find that I make less typos if I'm like on the web browser, and I hate opening up my laptop, so I just never like. Why do you hate opening the laptop? I don't know. It just symbolizes work to me, and then I always have to like open my email and check my email, and then I'm like, no. oh, I have podcast stuff that I should be doing. Oh, I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that, and then I just like create more work for myself. So it's just easier to close it oh my laptop be fun i'm like i'm about to watch some videos we better watch a movie (laughs) like i have all these subscription services well not paid for of course but um like sometimes i'd be like "Mm, no maybe i do want to touch grass you know Like, I got all these books from the library, so I'm really excited to read them. I got this one about LGBT history in Baltimore, and it's mostly just, like, pictures. But it's really interesting because it's, like, they showed the landmarks, like, before, like, when they were, you know, gay houses, lesbian houses, and, like, what they are now. So now I, like, kind of go around the city, and I'm like, oh, like, that was a place. Like, I think it's 
important for remembering mm-hmm. history. I got a couple more pride books. I got some photo stuff so I could be inspired for like pictures and things like that. And then I joined this film club, uh, so I like took film pictures. They came back. I'm really excited to see them. Ooh. Yeah, the person who's running it was like, "These turned out so good. Like, have you ever done like film photography?" I was like, "No, I'm just good at everything. I'm just so talented. It's, oh my god, it's so sick. <laughs> like, I, and I can't help it. Like, it's so funny when people are like, "You're just really good at a lot of things." I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I can't help it. I can't mm. help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's not even to be braggadocious, but I'm like." Like, I'm just, I'm just good at shit. I'm a Capricorn rising. I can't help it. It's like, I gotta be doing some shit. I have to be doing some shit and I have to do it well. So I don't know. I'm gonna another film, roll a film for the camera and take some more pictures. Yeah, based okay. on photographer. Photography. I bought a camcorder. I'm really excited. Yes. That yeah. we're allegedly gonna vlog. Yeah. Allegedly gonna <laughs> vlog. We'll see. We'll it's see. like really shitty quality. So I think I'm just gonna make like specific things like for the bleep shoot um or me taking like videos and maybe like turn it into something or like i'll do like uh kind of like a montage of like stuff for the podcast like mm-hmm. us recording or like us setting up and like making it into a montage like i think that's probably what i'll do because mm-hmm. for like regular recording i mean the quality is ass it's giving i mean you bought a camcorder for 40 dollars, so yeah i think you knew a little I, bit I, what you were getting into yeah? i did but like i wanted like a shitty quality i don't know like i have this image in my brain mm. of what i want to create so i'm like okay this is kind of the aesthetic that i'm going for and like mm. i'll cut it with like some other things i think it'll be cool i don't know i'm okay. i'm excited to see the vision come together yeah the vision is coming together i'm really excited for the bleep shoot because i <laughs> i've been putting so much work into it and like the visuals that i want to create for it and like hopefully everything comes together if the weather just decides to act yeah. right I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm just excited to, like, do all... Because, I don't know, just getting back on Tumblr and, like, seeing all the stuff that I really used to enjoy, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should pick that back up. Or, like, I should do that again. Or, yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I enjoy... Like, I still enjoy being online, but kind of in a different way. Like, building our website again and, like, that type of stuff. Like, I'm like, somebody let me practice my website. <laughs> I think I'm going to, like, I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, this summer's going to be great. Like, I have nothing to do, for real. It's like, I just got all these plans. I just have all these plans. Like, I don't know. Maybe take a marketing course and yeah. figure that out. I don't know. Just the the possibilities are endless. They really are. You could do anything. You could do anything. You could do anything you want, guys. No. Yeah. <laughs> Except for you can't get another episode of this podcast after episode 100 for several mm, months. Yep, can't do that. That's coming up soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. coming up soon. This is episode 96. God damn. It's a lot of episodes. Might want to go replay them. <laughs> go listen to that. Oh, shit. You know. What new episodes? Better go listen, listen to that. that. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I'm excited for post-break. I'm I'm excited for the break as well. Yeah, I mean, because we're still going to be working on stuff. But. Yeah. But I'm definitely excited for post-break and, like, show you guys what we've come up with. Yeah. It'll be fun. It's going to be fun. I have, I have high hopes for us. Yeah. It's kind of like, if you know, you know. And if you don't, I didn't want you to know anyway. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to share this episode with the friend that you just think would be so into this. Going to get back to the word of mouth spreading of podcasts. I think an authentic, I mean, slow rise is so cool. I think that's basically how our how our thing has been going. Yeah. Mostly word of mouth. That's true. I'm just like, if you haven't thought about ever sending this podcast to a friend, do it. Yeah, show them you care. 
Like, I was thinking about you when I was listening to like, this. Like, I thought you would enjoy this. Exactly. You know? Just a little something, you know? And it helps us. Yes. Helps us, helps you connect more with your friend, helps your friend find something new. You see, it's just community you know, It's like passing around the joy, you know? Oh, I thought you were about to say the well, joint. No. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, works. that too. That works. This That's podcast very is a communal, joint. you know? Something for everyone. This is a COVID safe joint. <laughs> this podcast is a COVID safe joint. A COVID safe joint. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get to pass it around. Nobody gets to contract anything, you yep. know? And you get, get a little high. You get a little laughy laugh, you know? Get, get a little laughy laugh. You get a vibe. You <laughs> get, get a vibe. vibe. <laughs> <laughs> the only appropriate time to use the word vibe. <laughs> when not in the song. Yeah, like, it's good for everybody. You know, it's a vibe, you it's know? It's a vibe. It's a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know I'm going to start, like, ironically using the word vibe, and then it's going to get into me unironically using it again. Mm. The, the cycle continues. The cycle of life. The cycle of vibe. All right. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye. Bye. That wraps up this week's episode of One and a Half Lesbians. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5lesbians and let us know what you thought about this week's episode. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Stay, Stay gay. gay. Oh, hi, my twerking skills are unmatched. Genetic code my ass fat. I'ma talk shit while I write the dick. I'ma give you multiple clapbacks. Got bow ties and suspenders. Snapbacks and fanny packs. Ooh, my. TNT in the back.